Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elisa Branch, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, we're highlighting another roundtable discussion. In this episode, Craig Ficardi, the Senior Analyst of Banking at Sellant, Shane Westra, the Chief Product Officer at Simple Nexus, and Matt Hansen, the Chief Information Officer at Celebrity Home Loans, join us to discuss how the e-close explosion is reshaping the mortgage experience for lenders. The conversation includes a now-closed audience poll that highlights just how lenders feel about implementing digital solutions in the closing process. But before you listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Want to give your customers the streamlined mortgage experience they expect? Fannie Mae's digital mortgage solutions are fast, efficient, contactless, and they save paper. Our digital mortgage solutions provide efficiency for you, convenience for your customers, and deliver a great experience at every stage of the mortgage cycle. Own the mortgage experience with Fannie Mae's innovative solutions. Visit FannieMae.com slash go digital. I'm Allison LaForgia. I'm the webinar manager at HousingWire. And our topic today is industry analysis, the industry e-closing explosion, reshaping the mortgage experience for lenders. We are joined today by industry experts, Craig Ficardi, who is a senior analyst in banking at Salent, Shane Westra, who is the chief product officer at Simple Nexus, and Matt Hansen, who is the chief information officer at Celebrity Home Loans. And let's jump over to the agenda. So some of the key considerations for today are the digital mortgage journey and e-close predictions moving into the future. I know everybody's looking towards 2022, so it'll be really interesting to see what we have in store today. We're also gonna be looking at reshaping the mortgage experience, tech convenience and customer satisfaction, how those go together. And we're gonna be exploring perspectives on implementing e-close technology, internal readiness and adopting digital closings. And then at the end, we'll have our Q&A. So with that, I'm going to hand things over today to Craig. Craig, the floor is yours. Okay, great. Thanks, uh, Allison. And good day, everybody. I'm really excited uh, you know, to be here. Uh, at Sellin, I write, research, and advise clients on the strategic application of technology across retail lending and banking. Uh, I come out of the mortgage industry, and uh, I've been actively researching and advising Sellin and our parent company, Oliver Wyman, uh, clients on this e-closing topic for the last two years. And so I'm looking forward to bringing a lot of that that information to you today. For the next 15 minutes, I've got, I've got three goals. You know, one is to paint a vision of the future uh, for mortgagey closing for you. Two, to create context for the live use cases that Matt and Shane uh, are going to share. And then third, to share with you my vision in the future of e-closings and how they'll help you manage your business uh, a bit better. So I uh, wanted to start here with an executive summary of uh, what I'm going to share with you today. So mortgage uh, e-closings, in my view, are like a a 20-year-old startup company. What I mean by that is a lot of startups uh, have great ideas, uh, may take a while uh, really to mature or to take hold. A lot of times uh, the market isn't ready for them yet. They may have to pivot a little bit. But eventually the market and the technology catches up with the good aspects of what they want to do. Uh, and, and they have success. And 
And I think that holds true for e-closing as well. I mean, I remember the first e-close and and e-note, you know, back in late 99 and and 2000. Uh, And then there was a ramp up in the, in the previous decade uh, leading up to the subprime mortgage crisis. But then, you know, things were put on hold for a while. Now we're at a very exciting point where things have ramped up again. Uh, E-closing is taking off. And and in my view, and I'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, you know, the, uh, the market's caught up with the vision. Second, there's a huge opportunity for lenders to improve their, their financial performance. And here's a key point, to create sustainable competitive differentiation from, from others by becoming a leader in e-closing. And you know, Shane and Matt will talk about this more, but there are a lot of benefits around uh, faster closings, uh, fewer delayed closings, fewer errors, faster delivery to investors. Lot of lot of operational and financial benefits that make it a, a must-have technology in the marketplace today. And then, you know, third, the the tech while technology adoption, there's always going to be challenges. Uh, there are a lot of strong vendor and settlement service providers in the market today. And I think the case study that you hear today will show you, um, you know, how you can uh, do in your own e-closing process and succeed in your e-closing transformation journey. So, so let's dig into the details. So it's, you know, it's, it's always customary and I think important to talk about some of the, the challenges and the pain points, why we need to transform. And while it's oftentimes easy for people outside the industry to, to criticize us as being backward, I, I've seen a lot of significant progress it's a, but it's a complex process, granular processes, still document-driven, custom docs, ton of data, uh, and, and so forth, and customization at the county and state state level. I think we've come a long way, but these are sort of the, the key challenges that, that we still face. Loan processing timelines are still very cyclical. For the last eight years or so, it's taken on average for the industry 45 days to close a loan. And as recently as the third quarter, according to, uh, to Ellie May, we were at 47 days coming out of the, the refi boom. So there hasn't been a lot of process progress. It's still document-driven, but e-closing can help shorten aspects of that leading into the pre-close and, and closing processes there. Um, and that e-closings will help with costs too. Uh, we've actually made a lot of progress finally on origination costs per loan. Direct origination costs per loan peaked about three years ago and have actually trended down a little bit, which is, has been rare for the industry. And for the last decade, too, technology spending as a percentage of total uh, direct costs has actually almost doubled from just under 2% about a decade ago uh, to 3.3% last year. And, and that percentage is a lot higher uh, you know, for larger organizations. And so the tech spend is up, and I think we've already seen benefit of the cost reduction uh, there. You know, third, employee productivity needs to improve. You know, certainly compliance is a part of that and both investors and uh, and regulators. Uh, But the document-based processing still uh, slows things down. Uh, Having separate database LOSs and document-based systems and reconciling those uh, is still a challenge. Any closing makes makes a big impact there. And then finally, number four, all this is going to impact net loan production income. it's been great for the last 12 to 18 months or so, but profits have peaked a little bit. We're at a five-year high. And so right now is the perfect time for financial institutions to look at things that they can do better, faster, and cheaper 
in order to get those those profit levels where they want to be. So so let's examine now the role of document and e-signing across mortgage origination uh, in addition to to e-closing. So I think we as an industry have done a great job implementing digital documents and digital signatures uh, at the loan application process and with additional disclosures. Uh, So net mortgagee closing is really simply the next big area of of automation and productivity increases. And you can apply a lot of your existing in-house knowledge and experiences uh, learned in the front end of the process with the back end of the process in terms of internal process change, uh, regulatory compliance changes, automation, of course, but also the all-important human human process change uh, issue there. Now, um, I think a nice segue into the next slide is that, you know, we're living in uncertain times, but it's been a great time for the industry in terms of new lending volume, although those that tailwind is shifting. So what do retail lenders need to do next in terms of planning and budgeting and technology automation during this time uh, of transition? And the information here is from Selen's COVID-19 Banking Insights Study that we executed uh, summer of, of last year. And we asked financial institutions about their top IT investment priorities for, for this year, for 2021. And we asked about new innovation, compliance, supporting work from home, enhancing existing products, and et cetera. And three things stood out here. 97% indicated enhancing digital self-service, get consumers on the internet, out of the branches for everything, off the phone. Uh, the key point here, though, uh, is in the middle. Over three quarters of survey survey respondents indicated that improving digital product origination is, is essential to their 2021 plans if we followed up with lenders and are indeed finding out that's the case. That's us, uh, digital product and mortgage uh, origination. So uh, key thing, as well as the, the third biggest issue, increasing operational efficiency. Uh, that's what... Uh, what uh, the e-closing solutions will bring to the pre-closing, closing, and post-closing aspects of, of the process. Now, for for a lot of us, you know, the majority of retail financial institutions uh, now need to decide: Are you spending enough money, uh, or are your existing budgets just keeping you where you're at, or do you need to spend a bit, a bit more to stay ahead of the competition or to get a, get ahead of? Them? And that's really the, the key issue in here. Uh, you know, for lenders, e-closing systems are critical. Uh, it's probably the last big gap in mortgage technology portfolio for end-to-end mortgage origination. You know, I call this the uh, completing the last mile of loan origination and linking to post-closing and investor and, and servicer uh, delivery. Now, the last mile, you may recall, you know, comes from the early days of the internet where you couldn't get fiber optic cable or, or a, a landline to people's homes. And that was the last thing you needed to do to give, give people that, that access. That's how I see e-closing. We've had settlement systems at, you know, at, at the physical closing table and now e-closing systems and the, the support technologies around, uh, you know, e-vault uh, and e-signing are really completing that end-to-end vision of the, of the digital uh, mortgage origination. So uh, that will really complete that link. So really, how is e-closing adoption going? Now, a lot of us, most of us or all of us have probably heard about the very strong rise of e-closing and e-notes over the last three years. Uh, And that's true, but it's a bit more nuanced. And so 
you know, indeed, you can see that there have been times where e-note growth has outpaced overall mortgage lending volume. But I would say over the last three and a half year period, it's pretty much stayed on on, on pace. And so if we don't see, uh, you know, e-notes continuing to rise meteorically for the next year or two, it doesn't mean that the, op, uh, you know, the, the adoption rate isn't increasing. It just means that there are fluctuations with the market. Although the latest MERS information from the third quarter of this year does show that it looks like uh, the MERS volume has rebounded a bit and increased again in July and August, uh, while overall industry volume is, is estimated by the, by the MBA. Uh, you know, is is declining. So it, it looks like uh, you know we've we've hit a tipping point. So now, but now, how else can we actually picture where mortgage e closing and e the e note market is is today and how it's going to evolve? So we don't have a ton of hard numbers beyond the ones that I showed you today. But let's think about it from an evolutionary uh, perspective and how. You know, how and why do we really strongly feel that, that the market has totally turned in this area? This analysis is from Jeffrey Moore's Crossing the Chasm Technology Adoption Cycle. I think many of you are probably, you know, familiar with that. You may have seen a similar kind of chart. And I, I borrowed and modified some elements here to talk about e-closing tech adoption. Now, the first e-closing was done, as I, you know, as I said, back in late 99, 2000, back when technology enthusiasts were really promoting it. That's being on the leading edge, the leading edge of technology, if you will. And that showed a lot of uh, tech visionaries, uh, you know, that it was time to start experimenting and building, building out technology and infrastructure for this, which was actually happening, uh, you know, throughout the 2000s, leading up until the, uh, the subprime mortgage crisis, when there was uh, a great pause in, in many uh, mortgage origination technology investments. But we've come out of that now. Uh, for the last three or four years. And you can see that my view is, is that for the last few years, we're now in this area of mainstream adoption and are, you know, at or, you know, approaching, you know, greater growth. Uh, I think it's still a ways, certainly before we peak and more of the market gets, gets, gets in, but we're, we're clearly there. Uh, you know, MERS has indicated there are now 117 originators uh, that are, are doing or ready to do and approve to do e-mortgages. Uh, there are a lot of investors, warehouse lenders are there. So now is a great time, you know, for many of you, I think, who are perhaps pragmatists uh, to get on board and start that planning in the, in the execution. So how do we do that is the big question. Uh, but in order to do that, let's move on to the, to the polling question and find out where are all of us on the phone today? We have well over 100 participants. We want to ask you, where are you with your digital adoption and e-closing, you know, and you can see five different choices there. Are you just in the learning phase or are you more actively researching and evaluating digital closing technology? Um, have you already selected a digital e-closing solution uh, and have started do, doing e-closings or will in the near future? Or are you, uh, have you completed implementation and, you, and you're doing e-closings today? Or are you just here and you're kind of checking things out, but, you know, you're not even Considering them at this time, let's see what the results show. Okay, so so here we are. There's a, a great distribution there. If I add up those first three columns, that's uh, 50, 78 percent. Over three quarters of you uh, are, are very active in doing something uh, in the uh, 
you know, in the e-closing area. There's, there's a fifth that are actually already doing e-closing. Closing, that's, that's a very high number. If we look at a half million or so e-notes that were done in, in 2020, not sure of the total mortgages, but let's say there were about 10 or 11 million. Uh, that's maybe four or 5% of the market. But here, the audience today, there's, there's over 20% that have done Im- implementation. Um, let me pause there and, and ask Matt and then, and then Shane what, uh, what their thoughts on these results are. Matt? Yeah, no, it's actually interesting. The results are a little bit, I mean, they almost match the bell curve that you had on the previous slide, uh, which is pretty interesting to me. I mean, I think that if you're, you know, I'm looking at these right now. I mean, I think that that's a great state that the people, the attendees are answering that a lot of people are starting to actually research these um, and select a digital closing solution. I mean, if you go back to the slide that Craig was on before, I don't think you want to be on that right tail or anywhere on that like bottom half of the slope because it becomes a bit of a it becomes to be really hard to catch up with the rest of the industry because as they start to make their processes more efficient and more streamlined they're going to make they're going to make gains much more quickly than anyone else's that hasn't adopted and streamlined the process so that's just kind of my quick take on this yeah thanks matt and, and one thing that caught my eye is really just how much has changed over the last year we we did a poll, a very similar poll, about a year ago, and that was um, drastically different. And so, just to see how much things have shifted, I mean, look at this: zero percent, not considering, you know, partially self-selection of this webinar, right? But um, we, last year, you know, it was an e-close webinar as well, and with a lot more people that weren't considering it either. And so, I think it just shows the the rapid pace at which people are moving along this bell curve. Okay, great. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Let's uh, move into the to the next slide there, and uh, I will get these poll results uh, off uh, off the screen here. Uh, so uh, we don't have time in this webinar to go into great detail on the uh, on the e closing process, but I did want to paint a picture from you from the sellant research that I that I referred to, and uh, so here's just the basic wheel or summary of of e closing technologies and. and and how it works, you know, starting at the pre-closing process, where I think we're all familiar and very experienced in delivering digital docs to the, to the settlement table, whether they paper out at that point uh, or not. But now, uh, you know, we can now sign those those things, you know, digitally. Consumers can even sign uh, some of the, the the non-legal documents before the e-closing to speed to speed that up. And that's really a big part of what the e-closing uh, platform, the portal, and the and the e-signature technology, you know, can do there. Uh, you know, it, the the notarization is critical, right? If you're not in the same room physically looking at some, somebody in I, and checking ID, uh, the the e-notary piece is, is really big. And uh, there are a lot of vendors out there. Uh, you know, I think some of them, one of them, at least partners with Simple Nexus, uh, notarize that can really help organizations, you know, manage notaries at the local level, county, state uh, state level as well to help you as lenders you know stay on track of where you can you know can do e-closings where you want to first pilot things and then when you want to roll out uh, more more quickly uh, you know after the closing process that's when you know the signed documents will will move their way you know off the digital closing table and into, into the vaulting uh, and, and note registry areas and just I'll, I'll just mention one more thing before we move on one of uh, 
one of the participants has commented about about the adoption of the survey results being driven by by RON adoption. So thank you for for that uh, comment there. Uh, and yeah, I think RON has been a been a big factor here. Matter Shane, do you want to comment quickly on on RON in, in that respect in terms of driving adoption be- before I close? Yeah, happy to. Um, and I do agree with Tim's comment that RON has had a very large impact on adoption. Uh, many of the lenders that we work with, they they knew that they wanted to start with hybrid, but they wanted to choose a vendor that could also do RON and Evolve and Enote. So even though it was a progression on kind of the phases that they would use to implement, um, that was a necessary part that they wanted to mature into. And so I do think with, with RON now becoming not only more available from a technology standpoint and more integrated into systems, um, a lot of legislation was very important as well, that it had to kind of increase and get to critical mass. There's still some holdouts, but I think it's gotten to the point that people see the trajectory. They know where it's going and that they can't feel confident that now is the time to dive into e-closing. To hear the full conversation, head over to housingwire.com forward slash webinar. That's housingwire.com forward slash webinar. Looking for more insight into what will happen in 2022? Or maybe you need more information on what in the world is happening with the federal regulators. Or you could just be looking for information on how to stay competitive as the industry shifts to a purchase-focused market. Our HW Plus Premium Membership comes with all of this insight and more. With your HW Plus Membership, you'll get at least five HW Plus articles a week that dive deeper into the daily news to help you confidently make business decisions. To join, go to housingware.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. I hope you have a great afternoon. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the hottest stories crossing our news desk daily. The podcast is now available wherever you like to listen. Make sure to tune in tomorrow.